Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, October 26th. Coronavirus continues to dominate the closing days of this campaign. Even the Republican ticket is once again dealing with a COVID outbreak. We'll discuss that. Plus, the record-breaking early vote numbers we're seeing. And finally, President Trump and the Republican Party get their Supreme Court justice just eight days from Election Day. When White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows appeared on CNN's State of the Union with Jake Tapper Sunday morning, he basically... He gave it all away, folks. Here's what we have to do. We're not going to control the pandemic. We are going to control the fact that we get uh, vaccines, therapeutics, and other mitigation. Why aren't we going to get control the pandemic? Because it is a contagious virus, just like the flu. Yeah, but why not make efforts to contain it? Well, we are making efforts to contain it. By running all over the country, not wearing a mask? This was the White House chief of staff acknowledging that they're done being in the business of trying to contain the coronavirus. That's not what this administration is doing. He talked up their efforts on therapeutics and getting a vaccine, but the idea that they are actually controlling the spread of the virus is clearly not on their agenda, which is simply astonishing as the virus continues to rage, as the numbers are getting worse across the country, eight days before the president is asking America to renew his contract for four more years. It is just mind-boggling. And to add to this, we learn that there are some five staffers uh, and associates in Mike Pence's orbit who have contracted coronavirus. Now, thankfully, Mike Pence and his wife, for three days in a row now, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, have tested negative each day. And I hope the vice president remains healthy. He is on the campaign trail today in Minnesota. The Trump campaign says Mike Pence plans to be on the campaign trail every single day. He's taking some extra precautions. He's not going to work the rope line. He'll immediately put his mask back on after he's done speaking. But his chief of staff, Mark Short, and others who had close contact with them now have coronavirus. Mike Pence should actually be quarantining if you follow CDC guidelines. So this is the second bout of COVID running amok in the White House, which is just shocking and yet not at all surprising given how the Trump-Pence administration has been handling the outbreak for months. This all as President Trump is ramping up his campaign activity. Today, he's in the key battleground of Pennsylvania. He's got three rallies in Pennsylvania today showing you just how critical that state is to his path to 270 and, quite frankly, to Joe Biden's path to 270. And yet again, Donald Trump is mocking the press, mocking his opponents for making this global pandemic uh, the very center of what this campaign is about. We're rounding the turn. You know, all they want to talk about is COVID. By the way, on November 4th, you won't be hearing so much about it. COVID, COVID, COVID. COVID. Today, let's talk about COVID all over Europe, right? Europe's Mike, they don't talk about that. Now we're rounding the turn. 
I have no idea what turn he thinks we're rounding, and I don't know what universe the president is living in if he thinks that coronavirus will no longer be an issue in the news come November 4th. I assure you it will be. Just look at the projections of where things are going with the pandemic in this country. But this clear attempt to try and simply not have it in front of voters' minds is not working, A, and B, it just seems like a futile thing to do in these closing days uh, when it is the clear context for this entire campaign. It seems President Trump is simply trying to wish it away in some way or throw a drape over it as if nobody can see it, and that clearly is not going to happen. Kamala Harris, for her part, was out on the television campaign trail today. She made an appearance on The View, and she was asked about Mike Pence's world dealing with coronavirus. I mean, first of all, let me start by saying I I wish his staff well. Um, This virus is not kind. And we find ourselves now in a situation where this is probably one of the greatest mass casualty events in the history of our country short of World War II. And we need leadership that is not reckless but responsible. Joe Biden, his campaign schedule is far lighter than his opponents. President Trump is ramping up with several days now of multiple events, and that will go through the election on his schedule, uh, which is noteworthy. Now, remember, Joe Biden has been quite successful with a virtual campaign, right? I mean, he didn't leave his house and campaigned all virtually between the middle of March and August, and he led in the polls uh, that entire time. So it's unclear If it's an actual negative, we'll see as the results come in next week. But it is two totally different approaches and paces uh, to these final days on the campaign trail. Now, here's what else matters today. More than 60 million people have already cast their ballot in this country. It is just astounding. And we have now crossed the point of the total early vote in 2016. So in 2016, 58.3 million total pre-election day votes were cast. We're now past that point, and we still have eight days to go until election day. I mean, the only thing I can say is this is going to be historic turnout. I mean, it is clear that there are going to be record-setting numbers when all the votes are tallied uh, after Election Day next week. And you see it now in this early vote. You're going to have millions more votes added to this total long before we even get to next Tuesday, Election Day. And one thing just to note, we can tell from our partner Catalyst in some states where they report out the age of voters casting these early votes, there seems to be an explosion of youth vote. 18 to 29-year-olds are casting significantly more votes than they did four years ago. They're making up a larger share of the pre-election day electorate in almost every state that's being measured. Watch that to see if it continues all the way through the final results when every vote has been tabulated. And finally today, Judge Amy Coney Barrett is about to become Justice Barrett. The United States Senate is ready to hold the confirmation vote, and Amy Coney Barrett clearly has the votes to take her job on the bench of the United States Supreme Court. Mike Pence, with his COVID concerns, is not expected to appear in the Senate chamber or preside over the vote, uh, as is sometimes customary for the vice president to do in his role as the president of the Senate. That looks like it is not going to happen. Uh, But it does seem likely that the president and his administration are going to host a ceremony and a swearing-in for Judge Barrett after the vote 
at the White House. Remember, when her nomination was first introduced to the public, it ended up being a super spreader event. Uh, So be on the lookout for how they handle the COVID protocols during this event, uh, celebrating her ascension to the Supreme Court. That's it for today's political briefing. And if you could please do us a quick favor, go to CNN.com slash brief survey to tell us what you think about this podcast. We really would appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 